Hey guys, it's Anahita. Welcome back for another episode of Ace Clubs with Anahita. Um, we're on the sixth episode. Oh my god, I cannot believe that we're on the sixth episode. We're halfway through season one. This is amazing. And um, you're probably like Anahita, shut up. You rant about the same thing every single se- episode and just shush. So I am going to do that and I'm going to introduce you to our guest today. So today we have Mr. Rahul Bajaj with us. Uh, he's an Asian Games and South Asian Games medalist and a former professional golfer. He's a certified coach and a founder of Golf Garage, the most trusted and affordable place to get golf equipment. So it's a pleasure to have you with me. Damn, thank you. That sounded a lot better than it actually is, Anaita. I hope the editing makes it even better. It will, it will. So, I really want to jump onto the questions that I have with you today. So, the first one is, what is Golf Garage? Um, so, Golf Garage is this concept that we started in 2017. And what we essentially started doing was that we started getting pre-owned golf equipment and checking its quality for what it was worth. Um, I had seen and I had also experienced throughout my uh, playing life, and I continue to do so, uh, that getting good pre-owned golf equipment was very difficult, which was something which was available very easily in the Western world and also in a lot of other Asian countries. Also, uh, I felt that, that golf equipment as such is too expensive. For a, for a person, a normal person wanting to pick up the game, uh, you know, it was it was way exorbitant. So pre-owned golf equipment, uh, I, I thought, was the way to go. Uh, and hence, we started Golf Kirat so that we could actually get people golf equipment which was second-hand, but it was quality checked and it was priced according to its condition as well as uh, the age of the model as well as the brand name. Right, right. So how did Bosgarat start and how did you like land up on the idea of selling like pre-owned equipment? How did it get into your head to do something? So I, I think I think the last question the, the what I said uh, pretty much answers that. Uh, I, I, I think it really stemmed from you know, as as a child also, uh, a lot of the equipment that I picked up was pre-owned. And uh, I remember how my dad had to really, uh, you know, speak to a lot of people in finding the right stuff. And we didn't know much about it at the time. So we picked up a lot of stuff. We regretted a little bit of it and stuff like that. So, so I, I thought that it would be absolutely correct uh, or ideal for India to have something like this. In fact, uh, all my travels had suggested that pre-owned equipment in most other countries was available at, uh, you know, in these stores where they were quality checked, they were kept well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we yeah. tried to get into the same business and sort of streamline the whole structure around this. Um, it's a long way to go for us even now, but yes, I, I think I think we've we've got probably ten percent of the way so far. That's great. That's really great because uh, I know like a lot of caddies who usually like get pre-owned equipment and sell it further and create some profit out of it. So it, yeah. it pretty much eliminates the entire unorganized sector completely. 
Um, actually, just to correct you there, uh, it does not eliminate the un uh, unorganized sector, and it will always be there. The unorganized sector will always stay there. There will always be, uh, you know, things like maybe a friend of mine wants my equipment, you know, so that will always be there. Maybe uh, a, a local caddy ends up selling something to someone. That will always be there. Uh, India is a huge country, so to be able to reach the kind of clientele that we need to reach to be able to remove the unorganized sector is uh, probably close to impossible. So I wouldn't say that, although I would say that, uh, you know, there are a lot of places which don't even get to see good equipment in India, you know. So yeah. those are essentially the people, I think, uh, who would benefit the most uh, out of what we do because of the reach that we get due to the internet, right? Uh, it's not so much uh, we are not here to kill the unorganized sector. In fact, if anything, I would say uh, we are here to get the unorganized sector to work with us and sort of make this even better. Right. Right. That's great. That sounds really, really fun, actually. Because you're going right. to meet new people. You get to see new equipment. And as a golfer, that's like heaven for you, right? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, I don't play much golf myself anymore. But the uh, sight of a good, uh, probably a good forged iron set is something that I still crave for. And I just love the sight of like, let's say a Japanese iron for that matter. That, yeah. that is something I, I, I love looking at. I feel you. Yeah. I really feel you. So yeah, I mean, I, I have a bit of an issue though. Sometimes like my, one of my employees, he's figured out that I kind of have, have a sweet spot for these kind of clubs. So, uh, I mean, he already tucks it away. Once it arrives at our workshop, those clubs are already tucked <laughs> away because he knows that otherwise I'll take it. <laughs> it's almost like kind of become a joke at the workshop now. <laughs> That's yeah. really funny. Yeah, so, and they're like, you know, you're not going to let us run this business. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how and where does Golf Siraj get the equipment from? Like, how does that system work? So, so we are like the best democracy that you can really ask for. <laughs> we buy from golfers and we sell to golfers, right? So we, we hardly uh, go around looking for equipment, let's say, uh, at a shop owner or let's say to a distributor for that matter. Uh, the reason for that is we are basically into pre-owned and the, the source of that is uh, you, the golfer, and the person who is going to buy it is you, the golfer. So we are sort of like the best form of democracy that you could have. That's really great. Party or something, GGP. We should seriously come up with something like that. Yeah. It would be really cool. <laughs> so, what GG's targeted clientele? So, actually, you'll, you'll be surprised that um, uh, our clients are not only beginners and are not only club golfers. We do get clients from all sorts of walks of life. We get clients uh, who who can drive around in, in big cars and come from really affluent places. Uh, so our, our clientele is really, really big and wide. We do have people who are looking at affordability. We also have people who are looking for quality. So a lot of these people, uh, you know, that, that come and buy from us are looking for value for money. And that's essentially what we provide at Golf Garage. We provide you value for your money. Uh, having said that, whether you talk about professionals, professionals do buy from us. 
okay and i can proudly say so absolutely that's great absolutely uh, so you need to understand that golf equipment is not easily affordable by people okay and if i can give you a really really sweet deal which means if i can give you a 44000 rupee driver for 18000 rupees after 3 months of usage you know you've got a bang for your buck true right and and anyone in the right sense of frame of mind uh will purchase it uh, whether it's a professional whether it is a rich person whether it is a uh, you know person who is looking at affordability or anything it's value for money at the end of the day so when when it comes to second hand equipment or new equipment if i can give you quality in second hand if i can give you something which has not been damaged if i can give you something which has hardly been used and you don't consider it i think you're losing out so if you think that as a professional you you should not be buying second hand equipment you're losing out you know you're paying you're going to pay 60% more than what i will offer you that so uh, when you get a product and mm-hmm. how do you price it so there is something uh, which which a lot of people in india are not aware about is called the pga value guide okay pga yeah. value guide is sort of like a like a guide which is available online it is a reputed uh, website to check depreciated prices of previous models of golf club okay so that's so that helps us in sort of getting a uh, a uh, the correct value or the base value you can say uh, of a certain product in the market so that that helps us uh, with setting up sort of like a base value uh, thereafter what we do is after keeping the base value we find out the the market value of that product in india okay, okay. uh current market value which basically again helps us in deciding what would be the correct value for this product keeping in mind the indian market condition okay yeah and in the middle of all this comes the condition of the product does the product command that kind of value anymore in the market or not depending on its condition okay yeah. so even even if i have a let's say a g400 driver which is only a year and a half old mm-hmm. okay so it's it's not really depreciated highly in value yet but what if this driver was beaten up by a really bad golf ball it had scratches all over it had dents and dings all over the place okay hmm. uh, it's got a probably a scrub on the shaft a little bit of a damage on the hosel a tattered grip now the club doesn't command that kind of value anymore in the market it doesn't matter if it's a g400 if it's been kept badly it's been kept badly right right so it, let's suppose that i have a mercedes of last year's model but i banged it on the road now obviously that mercedes has got no value in the market anymore true right so these are the kind of things that we sort of take into account when we price something uh while buying or while selling both of the things considered right so i have a team uh one guy is actually his main job is only to do this right to oh. find correct value of product that's really right. and and then we do a quality check on it and then we actually come up with the real price for it that's really really interesting because uh like the pga value guide that you just mentioned i had no idea that something like that existed 
Yeah, so, so you know, this is this is sort of like the like the thing that we uh, struggle with. Uh, I don't think a lot of people in India understand about second-hand equipment yet. Uh, one of the biggest issues that we face is that people feel like we are always undervaluing their product. But what people have to really understand is that when something is out of the showroom, it it quite directly loses about thirty percent of value. Yeah. And that does not stand only for golf equipment. That stands for everything in this world. right if if i was going to you know buy something at a showroom value as a second hand buyer or a seller for that matter why would you come to me you will go to a showroom right right there is a reason why this is a uh, uh, pre owned is giving you more value so th- that is sort of like something that we struggle with almost on a daily basis with our clients find they're getting better at it <laughs> <laughs> so you're a coach as well right so mm-hmm. what's that like how's that treating you so coaching is really uh, it has turned around to be like the most passionate thing that i do in my life currently uh, thoroughly enjoy uh, teaching my students and uh, i try to sort of look at things very differently as a coach i never thought i would really enjoy coaching but i i immensely love it and i love love it when i'm able to you know sort of help a a, a student of mine uh to get better you know just to just to understand things and get better and be more comfortable with their golf game yeah. uh, i i don't i don't think that uh, honestly speaking I, i didn't think that when i was leaving playing golf coaching would give me that sort of satisfaction but some of my students have really uh you know uh helped me understand as a coach that that i i could i i can gain a lot of satisfaction from what i do if i do it well and some of my students uh, have, have really stood by me to help me understand that yeah. it's, been, it's been really it's been really a lot of fun uh, doing that yeah i mean i've been around for your lessons and like hanging around with you and stuff and i see how fun your lessons are like it doesn't are they yeah, i think students are like touching me half the time and i get not down time I mean, that's a different thing, okay? Like, I'm not going to comment on that, but yeah, that's like, fun. Like, I've enjoyed a lot, and I've personally come to you so many times for something or the other in my swing or something like that. So, thank I mean, you, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> I mean, I'm like injectors now. Oh my god. Nice. You didn't tell me that this was going to be like an emotional interview and stuff, man. Come on, <laughs> an emotional podcast. <laughs> yeah. So with that, I have come to an end for my questions today for you, and awesome. I really appreciate you taking some time out to come do this. My pleasure, day. absolutely my pleasure, and thank you so much for doing this. It's it's nice to like sort of have uh, you you know want to run a podcast on golf. and yeah. people associated with the sport it's kind of fun and hopefully you know we we all can learn from each other and interact yeah so, that's cool for you know, be yeah. kind of cool yeah good fun thank you so much anayata same here thank you so much for joining me i really enjoyed it bye looking forward to all your shows thank you thank you so much hey it's me um i just wanted to jump on here and tell you guys that i really really appreciate you thank you so much for supporting me 
motivating me for doing this again and again each week and um as usual i'm going to leave you with the uh, thought of the day or the quote of the day and that goes as follows if you are humble nothing will touch you neither praise nor disgrace because you know what you are and with that i conclude today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and giving me your time and listening to me i appreciate it so much and yeah drink a lot of water be kind to yourself and to others it's a tough world out there and stay tuned for the next one mm-hmm.